0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening. This is day four of Pastor T.J. Samuello sharing his message with me that he shared when I was out of town. And, boy, I had some great comments about it because, it, boy, it's just truth and reality. And we're talking about the Great Commission today. And I want to talk about—he wants to talk about and I'm going to join in Matthew 28, 16 through 20. And I'll read that for you real fast. It's known as the Great Commission. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. What a great passage of Scripture. So vital in all our lives.
1: Absolutely, and, and the reason why it's so powerful is because it ge- makes it clear. You were talking about the word "strive" the other day. It's an action word, and action words hopefully lead us in our faith to application. Um, Pastor Max taught a class on uh, you know Bible study methods, and that's kind of application. is kind of not just knowing the word, but then how do you put it into play? And so, how do we sow? And what is our purpose? And I think the Great Commission not only fits that part for our faith in our life, but what we should be doing. So we now know in the parable of the sower, how to sow and, and what is our purpose? We now know the different types of soils. And now we know that we go out and it's not just to some nations, it's to all nations. Like we are talking about with that sowing, it's indiscriminately that we are going out and that we are helping of those and fulfilling that great commission. And I know that one of the things you've talked about and we're excited about as a church is the opportunity for those that have been sowing here in the Treasure Valley, maybe with some friends or some coworkers or family members, is there's an opportunity coming up in the next year, uh, May 1st through the 3rd in the Harvest Crusade and Greg Lowry and what he's going to be doing. And so I know that we're really excited because some people say, Pastor Tom, look, I get that you've been talking about the soil. I get that you've been talking about the soil. I get that you've been saying these things, but I still don't know how to impact people. This gives them the opportunity to invite
0: people, right? Yes, and folks, uh, this is you're going to hear a lot about that. You're going to hear me. You're going to get so tired of me talking about this Harvest Crusade because it's not our church. There is 120 Treasure Valley churches that are involved in this, 120. And what it's about is... It's getting non-saved people to come and listen to Greg Lowry on three nights, three different nights, uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday evening. And it is powerful. It is is well thought out. It is well prepared. The follow-up is fantastic. And people, I'm telling you, talk to your pastor about it. Get involved in it because this is life-changing for the Treasure Valley. We're going to have many people come to know Jesus Christ from this. In Anaheim a few weeks ago, they had eight thousand seven hundred, I believe, gave their heart to Christ. Eight thousand seven hundred awesome. and these and TJ, these aren't just people that come that were Christian that quote rededicated their lives. A lot of them did that too. But these were people that did not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Of course they had a huge number of people in Anaheim uh baseball stadium, Angel Stadium, so it's huge. We only have a venue. We'll have maybe uh ten to eleven thousand there But the goal is to have over three thousand that week give their lives to Christ from the Treasury Valley. Can you imagine the impact? Oh, absolutely! And then they're going to implant them in churches. They're going to people that bring them. They're going to they're going to encourage them. They have the plan is huge. I mean, it's not just a uh, run of the mill. Somebody comes in a great speaker. We've had these things. These speakers come in. These guys that have all these situations they've dealt with in life, and then they have these little altar calls. Folks, this is the, probably the most well-run thing since the Billy Graham Crusade we've had in Boise. I'm telling you, get your church behind it, get your people behind it. Let's start changing the world because you had this great message, TJ, on on the soil, on the sower, and and man, you talk about touching life, but it culminates with what you just well, we just read here today is the Great Commission.
1: Absolutely. And so, if you can remember clear back, now it's been a couple of days earlier in the week, we talked about the candy and the harvest. And so, I went around and I was kind of indiscriminately sowing as that parable described. And when I came back, I put that bag and a bowl of the Skittles or those seeds there. Um, and basically, you know, for that whole time it was sitting while I continued to preach and it was the gospel and that that was the seed as Jesus described it. And it's available for each of us today. And so if you've never received that, um, just know that it's available whenever you are ready to receive it as good soil. And that's kind of one of the things that this harvest will be able to do. And, and one of the things I said is earlier in that was the S could stand for seed. But uh, that very well could stand for Savior, and He is close, always waiting for you to accept Him. And so,
0: man, it, it's it's such a great and powerful thing. He is anxious. He's anxious for people to come to know Him. That's why it's so important that we learn need to learn how to lead people to Christ. I'm going to be doing a series in uh, somewhere in January about that whole subject. In fact, I, I told you yesterday we were working on The Way of the Master with Kirk Cameron, a great study, and I'm going to be bringing that to the pulpit uh, and I'm going to be doing a thing on the Ten Commandments so people can know just exactly how to lead someone to Christ. You know, the important thing is that you let them know that they're in need of a Savior, that we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and that His grace is sufficient. He says, you know, I, I, Jesus Christ went to the cross for us. All we need to do is believe in Him and put our faith in Him. And, you know, it's a growing process after that, but we need to lead people into that prayer. Lord, forgive me of my sins. Lord, come into my life. Be the difference maker in my life. And you know what? That's what he wants us to do is believe. Those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. And that's, uh, boy, that's the, the, the good news about even this whole series that you did, uh, this message on the sower and the seed. Man, we got these seeds out there. Absolutely, we need them harvested. Yeah, and
1: sometimes we can sit in church, you know, and and say, "Man, if God's word's not working, man, sometimes we have to check the ground that it landed on, and that's a self reflection of ourself. Are we at that point of good soil? We talked about that. There's four soils, but there's one seed, and that's the gospel. Um, and many think that they, but they might not say it is. Uh, God's Word's not working. Uh, I go to church each week, Pastor Tom or Pastor TJ, and I hear the Word being taught, but I don't see any fruit from it. And so I would say the success of the seed has nothing to do with the seed. The success of the seed has everything to do with where it lands. Yes, When the sower sows and the seed, it lands in different places. It is the landing spot that determines whether there is a crop, not the seed. And so we have to continue to cultivate good soil in our life. And that's daily, as you say, putting on the armor of God and doing those things. So uh, our challenge to our church was to not only be a great group of people, but to be obedient people that are sowing indiscriminately and that God may give the increase through those circumstances. So, you know, being a good soil to use our gifts, our talents, uh, Because I think that the whole entire Treasure Valley could be impacted for His kingdom, and so I just think that you know when I got a chance to speak on this, I was Um, grateful—not always grateful because you're my pastor too when you're gone—but grateful to be able to share this truth with our church family and to hear that part. So uh, I was encouraged as I dove into this myself.
0: Well, I'm encouraged. uh, Well, I'm encouraged to have an associate like you, T.J., that uh, has a heart after God. Anybody that knows you knows that your heart is after God. In fact, you've been with me not quite four years, but we already have we have numbers of people that are in the church because of who you are and your influence in their lives. And you've certainly brought some diversity to the church too. I mean, TJ, like I said earlier in the week is, uh, half Ukrainian and half, uh, Samoan. And, and he looks more Samoan looking at him. I mean, he, you know, he's, he got the beautiful dark complexion and, you know, and the beautiful long hair that he keeps up in a man bun. And he actually plays Jesus for us in our plays because when it's down, I mean, I'm telling you what, when he grows his little beard, it, his, his Jesus picture, I got a Jesus picture of him, folks. I'm telling you, it's better than probably any Jesus picture on the market. I, I keep telling him, you can market that picture but his but his heart is so big for him, and and you know he's preparing uh, for pastoral ministry, and, and him and I certainly have a plan together for our future, and and it, it looks bright, it really looks bright, and God's going to uh, use him powerfully, and He wants to use you powerfully because He wants you to recognize what God has for you. But I think we got to take serious the call to uh, win people to Christ and to bring them to the Lord, and. Take these opportunities. It's not often you get a Greg Lowry type of opportunity. I mean, this is—and he is coming. This thing is a million-one event. I mean, that's what it cost, And they are flipping much of the bill, Greg Lowry's ministry. Yeah. And there's this—and some churches are donated. Our church donated to it and this and that. But it's not a big money thing. People don't pay to come to it. It's free. Yeah. But I'm telling you something. I, The follow-up and what they do— is as great as anything that I personally have ever seen. I mean, and I'm 64 years old, and I've been involved in several Billy Graham crusades, several, I remember that I founded campaign years ago. There was a lot of different campaigns I've been involved in. This is as well done and well prepared for the lost that I've ever seen. So people, I'm telling you, take it seriously. Well, TJ, in the last minute or so, we've got... uh, you know we've got left. Thank you for spending time with me. We need to do more of this, and of course, I want TJ to be in the pulpit more. As as I'm hoping down the line, we're going to be able to split the pulpit more and more, and that's going to happen. And I'm excited about that because you don't, and you probably you can probably recognize this already. You don't really notice the stress of I think about stress and preaching until you don't do it, and then you realize you don't have that pressure of doing it. Yeah, because you know you've got. Well, in our case, six hundred people listening uh, are to you, and uh, and what we say, you know, has value, and we need the Holy Spirit's direction, and so there is a There is an un. Yeah, I hidden stress. Well, and you've set the bar for that, and
1: you've made that abundantly clear. Like, being a Bible-believing church, and so I think everyone that takes that mantle at our church understands that and takes that so seriously of trying to communicate the gospel. I know that that goes to Dewey as our children's and yes. Max as our youth yep. pastor. Yep. We're all out there trying to just continue to proclaim what God has. And so, you know, my instance was... When people think of Skittles, think of sewing, because that's around you every day. Know that God is around you. Know that He is still alive, and He's still doing a work in our valley.
0: Praise God. Thanks, Pastor TJ. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Lord bless you folks, and hey, I hope you have an incredible weekend. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast, or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-362.